Hello, everybody, and welcome in to the In the Money podcast from KeelanSelect.com. I'm Tom Leach, along with Jim Goodman, Keelan's Director of Wagering Development, as we take a look at the big day at Tampa Bay Downs. Their late pick four starts in race nine and includes three graded stakes, including the Tampa Bay Derby on the road to the Kentucky Derby. Before we get into the handicapping, Jim, tell our listeners where you are this weekend. I am in Las Vegas for the National Handicapping Championship. Uh, right now, uh, when we're recording this, on Thursday, we have 750 people playing for a last chance to try to get in. And then the NHC starts for good on Friday. It runs three days. And we'll have about 700 players going for an $800,000 first prize, an Eclipse Award, and title of Handicapper of the Year. So I'm in Vegas right now. and. Uh, it's a lot of fun. It's a lot of buzz in the room, and I'm, I got back in a quiet room so we can record this. But it's a it's a great time. If you haven't played in handicapping tournaments, you really should. And get on horsetourneys.com or come to Keeneland for our contest and, and qualify for some of these big tournaments. This one and the BCBC are amazing events, and uh, it's just a sight to behold. I'm enjoying Vegas today. Well, good. Well, let's jump into the handicapping here so you can get back to work. The grade two Hillsboro launches the late pick four on Saturday at Tampa. Phillies and Bears four and up on the turf at a mile and an eighth. I think there are three Chad Brown trainees in here. Did you land on one of them or somewhere else? Well, of course I landed on one of them. I I, I don't – the Chad Brown horse that I'm not using scares me a little bit, Rougier, uh, who hadn't been out since November in the Breeders' Cup uh, Philly and Bears turf. Uh, so I'm not using her because I can't use them all. But I'm going to use two of his horses, and Shantasara is my top pick in here. Coming out of the Gulfstream, um, Pegasus Day turf, got beat by a length and a half by Queen Goddess that day. But uh, this horse back in the spring of last year, won the Jenny, uh, got, finished second Jenny Wiley, well, got beat by Regal Glory to uh, by one length. And I'm going to take Shantasara to win the Hillsboro today. California Queen for Chad Brown uh, out of – Aqueduct has some speed. I'm going to use her over Rogier simply because there's not much early speed in this race. And I think Zayas could come from the rail with her and possibly get a fairly easy lead and hold off. Uh, the other horse I'm going to use is Temple City Terror for Brendan Walsh and uh, may go off his favorite over Santasara. And this horse comes off a, a, a nice win at Aqueduct won the Dowager at Keeneland last fall and uh, has been off since November 25th, but uh, gets Gallardo. Brendan Walsh gets him ready off the layoff, and I think Temple City Carrier has a big shot in here. Um, otherwise, the other Chad Brown horse would be my fourth pick, but I'm going to stick with those three. Shantasara is my pick for the Hillsboro. I went three deep as well, but I used the one Chad Brown that you did not <laughs> on top, Rozier. Uh The thing I liked is that well, a couple of things. You fired first, uh, fired well off a layoff first time out last year. And six of her last seven have been against grade one companies. So she's played a tough schedule. I like the work pattern. And obviously Chad can get them ready off a layoff. So I took that one on top, uh, flight edge over Shantasara just because she hasn't won since 2021. So I gave a slight nudge to Rogier. Uh, I took Temple City Terror next with the strong buyers. I just worry a little bit about a seven-year-old coming off a layoff first time out for the year, uh, but I'm definitely going to use her. I'm not going to uh, – if if I went one more deep, I think I'd probably use Gam's Mission. I think it's a really talented uh, mare, but I don't know that she's 
capable at the, of knocking off these kind, but um, got a good record. And if uh, you know if she's progressed a little bit, she maybe could do it. But I'm gonna leave her out and just stick with the top three. Rogier on top. Tenth race is the Grade Three Florida Oaks for three-year-old fillies on the way to the Kentucky Oaks, perhaps because it's on the turf. This is a mile and sixteenth. You could have somebody switch over. I took Alpha Bella on top. A 10-point buyer jump last time in her stakes debut. I like the three work since then for Pletcher. Um, didn't really have a strong opinion in here, but it's like the improvement pattern for her. Uh, Mission of Joy has a couple of convincing wins for Motion. Get the top local rider. Buyer's figures are not overwhelming, but uh, horses won easily the last two. All-American Beauty for Suge McGahee made a big jump at her turf debut, so she could be this good. Um, and then uh, Free Look for Chad Brown was fifth in her Breeders' Cup race. I read Ortiz ride. Not wild about the wide draw. I think she could be vulnerable on that count, but I took Alpha Bella on top. I'm going four deep in here. How about you? I'm going five deep. I thought this was the best betting race on what's a really good card at Tampa, and we're looking at, at it. I've got to do the mandatories out here for the NHC, so they have eight mandatory races a day. So this will possibly be one of the mandatories for Saturday. Um, I think Alpha Bella is my very lukewarm choice here off that sweetest chant. But I think there are other horses there, excuse me, that have question marks about the turf. And I think the one I picked out really is Dreaming of Snow. Uh, this horse won the Sun Coast at Tampa and uh, on the dirt and beat Wonder Wheel. And the fact that they now switch her over to the turf is a little confusing because she was so good on the dirt and she's got a lot of early speed and she used that to hold off Wonder Wheel. Um, at a mile and, and 40, and it stretches out to a mile and 16th here. So Dreaming of Snow has a lot of question marks, but obviously has a lot of quality. Uh, All-American Beauty for Sir McGahee, I like you. Uh, that maiden win with the big buyer jump on the turf indicates to me that she's going to be a turf filly. And the 76 buyer, uh, if she takes another step forward, she's going to be right there. Free look for Chad Brown, you've got to use. She obviously was one of the one of the girls last year in the Breeders' Cup Juvenile Phillies on turf and got beat by five links, was not disgraced and went off at seven to one. And then a horse that you didn't mention, I'm going to use Grace Darling here for Brian Lynch. Um, she came into this race off a maiden special weight win. She didn't run that well in Ireland. Um, Brian got this horse, uh, Dermot Weld came over, and uh, Brian has this horse uh, won under her his belt. And uh, she won first time asking in North America, and she could take a step forward. Uh, she's also cross-entered in a race on um, Sunday. So, Grace Darling, that, last, that wide draw may not uh, race this time. Uh, the other one, Ticker Tape Home, is interesting for me. It's really good turf numbers at Woodbine and a good Tapita number. And they tried her in the Sun Coast and didn't fire, so they're going back to the turf here. But it, this is a wide-open race. I think it's the best betting race of the day at Tampa. So, going five deep in the pick four, that might not be enough. Let's go to the 11th race, the Grade 3 Tampa Bay Derby, a Kentucky Derby prep for three-year-olds at a mile at a 16th. Going to have a big favorite in here in Tappet Trice for Todd Fletcher. What do you think? Yeah, I really wanted this one to be a very competitive race because I want to use it as a mandatory, but I really don't think I can. Um, Tappet Trice has done everything he's been asked to do, and that race uh, at Gulfstream on February 4th was just 
a paid workout, and he won by eight. Uh, he was tested as made the special weight at Aqueduct, so he has fought back, and the horse that finished second came back and won. So everything points to him being three to five, four to five in here. Uh, so pick four, I'm going to single him. Uh, Chesterkin ran second to him in that race at Gulfstream and was actually a four to five favorite. But obviously with no match for Tappet Trice, I don't really think that he moves forward enough to make up eight lengths on Tappet Trice unless something happens and Tappet Trice just doesn't get a good trip. But Chesterkin's got some, got some ability and may improve off that last race for pleasure. Uh, Zydeco. Uh, not really good connections, but a lot of early speed from the 11 hole. And I really couldn't get much. Ian Hardy's horse, Groveland, uh, comes out of the Sam F. Davis. I really don't think that was a very good race, so I'm not using horses that came out of that race. I just think Tappet Trice kind of towers over the field, and I'm going to take a shot at singling him here. Yeah, a single Tappet Trice as well for all the reasons that you mentioned. If I play something within the race, I would leave out Chesterkin and, and try to get somebody at a bigger price underneath. And I think Lord Miles could be interesting. If you toss out the last race for a bad start, this horse has a pedigree to love distance racing. Then the uh, two-horse classic car wash had a wide trip in the preps of this out of the Cassie barn. Uh, so I think those two could be a little interesting at a price. There's another Cassie in there that had a bad trip, uh, Champion's Dream, out of the 10-hole. So I think all three of those could be interesting if you want to play a horse underneath that could get up and juice up the exact at a nice price. But I will single tap it twice. The 12th race is Maidens, three-year-old fillies going a mile on the turf. And I structured my ticket in such a way to make it a little more than I normally spend, but not too bad so that I could just do all here and try to hopefully catch a price if I hit the uh, hit something in the other three. If I picked somebody, it would probably be royalty interest for Chad Brown, Tyrant Ortiz, Clairvich Stable, classic connections there. The seven uh, from the Clement Barn is another first-timer that uh, could be intriguing. So either one of those firsters, nine or seven. But I'm just going to use all and hope to catch a price if I'm live going into that last leg. How do you look at the last race? Yeah, this is the other race that we look at as one of the possible mandatories. We haven't decided yet, but uh, it's a handicapping challenge, and that's what we want to give these guys playing for the big money out here. Uh, royalty interest, first-time starter for Chad Brown and I read Ortiz, going to get a lot of play. Uh, don't know how good she is. she is. She's had a long work pattern, which is typical for Chad. Uh, Justifiable Bell uh, caught my eye for Ann Hardy. Um, one race off a layoff at Gulfstream and ran a 70 buyer, jumping up from a 62 prior to that. Galileo's jewel for Luis Saez and Anthony Dutro uh, had a seven and a half furlong um, try on the turf uh, at Gulfstream, so stretches out to a mile here and may like that distance. Gotham Gray, first time starter for Christophe Clement for Zayas with a long work pattern. And volatility for John Terranova. Um, didn't really fire in the dirt and moving back to the turf where uh, Empire Maker may be, may be a little bit better on the turf and uh, they try something different and Sammy Camacho takes them out. So that's a 25% rider at, at Tampa. So I'm going to go five deep here. I could be talking to going all as well. It's just a wide open race. I pick four ticket. It's going to be $72, three, four, six with one, two, three, ten with six with all. So uh, a single and an all-burger to finish out the late pick four. Uh, how would you structure your ticket? 
I spent a little less, and basically the difference is um, I didn't go all in the last race. So I got a 3750 ticket, 136 with 235, 10, 11, singling the six with 24579, $37.50. Best of luck if you're playing the Tampa Bay Downs car or somewhere else. If you're watching hoops, just make sure you have money in your Keelan Select account so you can play while you watch the games. We wish you good luck, and we'll be back next week with another edition of the In the Money podcast for KeelanSelect.com.